Okay, so we're doing a three-part millennial parenting series, right? So part one was about child discipline. We went over that. If you haven't seen that video, go check that one out. Today's episode, right, is kind of like the reverse. So we're talking about millennial parenting, but today we're going to talk about our parents and right. their parenting, okay. which... um not in like a bad way. I think we all, <laughs> I think we all have these good parents, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that even fare on the decent side on a bad day. So um, let's just get started. So the first question is, so what are some of the things that your parents did when you were younger that you did not like? That's a hard one for me. Oh. It is. I mean, my Perfect parents, parents, right here. parents are pretty cool. Like, um... Or maybe I, not that I, yeah, you, nothing's coming I to say, my mind right now. Maybe not that you didn't like, but maybe like they bought like something consistent they did that maybe bothered you. Like, why do you gotta? Um, I mean, yeah, nothing. I'm coming up with a blank here for that one. Honestly, I had a pretty dis- decent parents. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Um, okay, the. the <laughs> <laughs> it's just the I say something that like bothered me is like the build a case thing my mom did so like the randomly like blow up on me but it wasn't mm. random because it's just like i've asked you to do multiple little things and so now this one little thing like set you off right but it's like i didn't know that i did all these other little things or like you know it wasn't something that i realized was a big deal right until it was made a big deal and it's just like well if you would have kind of cut into me the first time yeah we wouldn't have got right. to this big yeah, like not explosive even rip my head off because you told me 12 other times or something you know yeah. so it's just like that was a thing that I was just like, oh my god, like don't build a case against me, just right. like get me just together, say something. yeah, like say get me together now, time. and I'll be okay. Um, yeah, that or um, I was a kid who was not. Um, I liked a lot of stuff, but I didn't ever commit to anything, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't want like a. Tyler's and Tierra type mom. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like, don't try to take my life over for you. But it was just kind of like, I do wish. A little bit extra. I, yeah, yeah. I told, I told mom that. I was just like, you know, I wish, like, as a kid, it, you did force me to stick with something. Okay. So, like, okay. I did baseball. I danced. I did taekwondo. Like, all, I did all these different things. So, you know a lot about a little. I mean, yeah, a little bit a little, about a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, I never stuck with anything. Because it was okay. just like, I don't like this anymore. I don't want to do that. Or, you know, I got to get I gotta get dirty or, or I gotta get hit, or and I'm just like, I ain't messing with none of that. Uh-uh. So see, I like that because that's not necessarily like a negative thing. Right. She probably just like Brian is smart, he's responsible, like he knows if he wanna do this mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, and but that you, was it. You could have appreciated like a little bit of an extra, like, no, like, you, no, you not. That. Yeah, right. yeah, you're gonna stick with it. And it might have been different if stuff wasn't free. I mean, what was uh, it well, all no, free? yeah. Well, for yeah. the most part, except for like uh Taekwondo, that don't sound well, free. well Taekwondo <laughs> Well starting, starting. So like the first few classes they let you like kind of like test it out, like, okay, is this something you wanna do? And then it was a thing of how okay. Was, how was your testing? Yeah, um, that was it. I did the testing, and then once it was like okay, now I gotta pay. Do you want to do it? No, no. So, like don't even like- it was like okay, I saved her money, but it was just like yeah, no, not a thing. Or yeah. like baseball, I stuck with that. Well, I did the whole like season, but <gasps> you really? did yeah. play baseball. I completely <laughs> but, forgot. Yeah. So yes, but was, I made you go to tryouts. <laughs> no. I, I remember that, right? No, no. Wait, no. wait, was it? Cause did no. you play at Lincoln? 
No, I didn't. No, I wanted the swim team for Lincoln. That's what I you wanted. Did. Yes. You did. You did. Like, we did not have one. We only had a, a woman Only for girls swim team. teams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, how often is it that something is only for girls and not for guys? Yeah. Though, so. so, yeah, no. I don't, but at my other school, they had it, and I just... I didn't go for it, so I was like, forget it. <laughs> I can actually appreciate that, because even though I did stick with some stuff, mm-hmm. I definitely feel the same way. Because, like, I played an instrument, instrument, and I quit. I wish I would have kept playing. Um... Anywho, so, <laughs> yeah, okay, so, is that it? Yeah. You still haven't thought about anything? Nothing. <sighs> well, okay, I'm okay. saying no. <laughs> I guess for me, okay, so one of the things for me, I guess, would be my mother wasn't as involved in things as my dad. Like, she mm. wasn't the type to go to the park with us or to mm. go to all the games because it just wasn't her thing. That's all I got, literally. <laughs> well, hey, I can, appre- right, I can appreciate having a nice, stress-free childhood. <laughs> Very stress-free. I, can't um, remember being, I cannot stress. remember being stressed one time as a child. Man. I would say, okay, so with... I, I, well, I won't say which parent did what. Because <laughs> I have some for both of my parents. So one of my parents, right, <laughs> gives the same speeches over and over again. Now, now that I am grown, I can appreciate it because a lot of the stuff really did like drive deep mm-hmm. into my memory. But it wasn't even the fact that they were the same speeches. I just didn't. They were just always so dramatic. <laughs> uh, and it was kind of scary sometimes. Like, I do feel like they were necessary conversations. But now, like me, I would like to give them a little bit more subtly. So I'm talking about my dad. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. so, um, but no, so we know what that was. Um, and it's funny though, like okay, for example, like he was very big on me not becoming, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody's baby, baby mother. <laughs> so like, instead of you know, I mean, like there's a conversation, it wouldn't always be dramatic, but it would just end in like you never want to be somebody's baby mama, like <laughs> you don't want to be a baby mama, like baby mama was so, and like that's funny, like I'm not mad at that, but like it was to me as like an eight year old or something, like, <laughs> it was a little scary. Um, not okay. Like I wake up in the middle, Damn, like just you. sleep in peaceful. Wake up in the middle, baby mama. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like don't do it. I mean, and look, it worked. I didn't end up being somebody's mm-hmm. baby mama, so <laughs> it worked out. Um, so that is one thing. Just I want to present things a little more casually, I guess, <laughs> instead of having it be so like. And but I will say he's very consistent no, because yes, I yes. remember like all of the. Um, I can probably like repeat them all. I actually have done that before. Like he'll be talking and I'll finish this. He'll just start laughing. Like, Oh, you heard that one before? (laughs) Yes, I have. (laughs) Um, And then with my mom, I think, and I feel like a lot of black girls specifically can like agree with this one or relate to it is I just wish she didn't tell my business so much. Mm -hmm. Like if my daughter tells me or son tells Mm -hmm. me something I might tell their dad, depending on what it is, like, but never to the point where it might, like, come around, like, come back to them. Yeah, yeah your second cousin come back at the barbecue. Well, no, she or... wasn't that bad. It would just really be my aunt oh, and my grandma. Auntie, yeah, it's always, like, it. the same people. And, like, they, they, they all, they're, like, the, in the they're circle. in this, like, cult. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you said, quick, you said, quick, you said cult. It's a cult. Like, you could just pretty much guarantee if one of them knows something, oh, all no. three of them know something. Yeah. Which, at the end of the day, like, sometimes it don't matter. But then sometimes you want to keep that one thing. And it's like, yeah. 
I told you. You have to tell them. Yeah, or I have to give a disclaimer to you. Like, <laughs> Don't tell this me. one is not something for such and such and such and such. Like, this is just between you. Um, so, yeah, that. And then another thing, this isn't really, like, a bad, like, trait or anything, but I wish I could have celebrated Halloween. You couldn't celebrate Halloween? No. It's the Devil's Day. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, not so dramatic as, like, the Devil's no. Day, but, like, Halloween in my family on both sides really was always looked at as like an evil thing like okay. and i don't get it because now that i'm a parent like it sounds fun like let your kids trick or treat. i want to have <laughs> no we're not going trick-or-treating i just don't see myself trick-or-treating but i'll party. definitely throw like a uh, yearly halloween party and get like smoke uh-huh. and decorate no. and everybody dress up and My stuff like that used to do that no 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 when no. i was a kid he'd do it in his basement he had a little decoration yeah buy for apples you come with your can you you come with a little bag and he have a table Sections full of candy and stuff like that and yeah. then he'd give you a little candy bag that's fun too so it was like you know it was cool pre-halloween um. <laughs> but on october 31st I need to be in Dearborn or Gross Point or oh, those are some of my fondest Heights. memories as a kid. Going out to Dearborn Heights to trick or treat every year. That was a thing. Yeah, That's we won't so be exciting. doing I won't be doing that, but um I, I wish I could have done something. Like I think maybe a couple times we went to like harvest night at church or something. <laughs> or like I was like able to trick or treat like on my block. Okay. But I wasn't it wasn't like a, a real, real thing. thing, wasn't really dressing up. But it's just fun, like to me. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So, what are some things that they did that you didn't appreciate until you were an adult? The whoopings thing, like the conversation. Um. I. It was. I dreaded it as a kid. Like, okay, me having to explain to you why I did something, even if I really just did it just cause. It's just like okay, it's annoying. But as an adult, it really made me appreciate the whooping because for one, I knew why I got it. I understood, you know. It probably helps you with like accountability. Yeah, and it definitely made me deter. It was definitely a deterrent. Like, okay, I don't want to have to have the same conversation with you because (laughs) I know that's going to be a part of the conversation. Like, we already had this conversation. So it's like, I'm avoiding that. So I'm, mm, yeah, okay, we had this once. That's good enough for me. Um, That's definitely something that I really appreciated. Now. And then I actually appreciate like so what I said was like something I didn't like. I appreciated that she didn't force me to do anything either because yeah. it was just kind of like if I didn't like baseball and it's like you made me do it, then I'm gonna be over it. Or you know mm-hmm. I didn't like taekwondo and you made me stick with it. It's like okay that sucks. Like you know I didn't want to do it. right. So it's like catch twenty two today. I guess yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty similar, honestly. The conversations. When you're young, especially if you're mad, something bad happens, or you're going through something, I'm going to sit there and talk to you about my feelings. Right. I'm mad. <laughs> you see me crying, I don't want to talk to you. But as an adult, when you look back, those are things I really do appreciate because I can only imagine being in certain situations when I was 10 or 12 and not having anybody to talk mm. to and not having that parent or parents that yeah. actually care and want to know. Mm-hmm. Very annoying when I was little, but as an adult, yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. I think it helps with accountability and emotional control. Definitely, because then you can like take a step back and like mm-hmm. go over stuff in your head before mm-hmm. you blow up in yeah. real life. Um, I've never had the issue where I had to hold it all in, or I was so angry or so upset because I always had those parents and that family who were gonna pull it out of you. You want to know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like talk about stuff like ASAP. No, yeah, <laughs> me and my dad are texters. That's what we used to, like, when we were younger and he used to sit there and talk to me, it always be awkward. I'm a crier. 
I cry all the time. Like, I literally, if my dad calls me, sometimes my eyes just water because I see his name on my phone. I just, I don't know. So, it's very, sometimes it was really hard for us to talk when all I could do is sit there and cry. <laughs> so, what we did was, his thing now with all his kids is he likes to send us paragraphs. He sends these long texts, like the sweetest, cute, things he would never say out loud. Mm-hmm. But it's so much easier to just get them through in text. Yeah. We get those long paragraphs. Definitely appreciate that. It helps. It definitely helps us get our feelings across because me and him are so stubborn. So when we send those texts, even if happy, mad, sad, we're just sending each other verses, like Bible verses. They're so thick, so long. You got to press the dot, dot, dot to finish reading the rest. <laughs> definitely helps. Cool. Um, oh, me. I have to answer it. Uh, yeah. So honestly, the same thing. I mean, I guess what's not what you don't like kind of becomes what you do like when you're an adult mm-hmm. because the same like I appreciate having the same repetitious conversations mm-hmm. um like I said because it's still stuff that I think about to this day mm-hmm. and then in my mind it's like and I don't get these speeches anymore <laughs> some stuff is still repeated over but I think I've checked off a couple boxes so <laughs> I don't get now they're passed on to my siblings so that's cool um but I definitely appreciate all those conversations because I feel like some parents don't even talk about stuff like that mm-hmm. um because it sounds you know it's not politically correct yeah, it's like taboo I was gonna say taboo but I chose politically correct <laughs> yeah. I like taboo, I like taboo too. <laughs> but unless I said politically I'm like I could have just said this taboo but um yeah definitely not you know politically correct like my dad is not politically correct <laughs> at all and that's something that I totally appreciate um from him it's just like the rawness the real, of the yeah, conversation the real, like don't yeah. don't sugarcoat around me and my mom is the same way like she doesn't sugarcoat and I remember as like when I was younger she would always randomly tell me no to stuff like this is something that I appreciate and she would say like you need to get used to hearing the word no because people aren't gonna say yes to you your entire life and now that I'm an adult I understand because when I tell people no and I say it casually like oh Chelsea can you do this for me no (laughs) no like I I don't have to pretend that I want to do something you are another adult you should understand that no means no and I don't have to do it now there's obviously boundaries to that you yeah. know it could come off as i just think, think people aren't used to hearing it mm-hmm. so my mom definitely set me up for success in hearing the word no like somebody tells me no cool i'm gonna do it myself simple yeah yeah but other people get their feelings hurt like what do you mean no i mean two no letters. <laughs> two letter words i mean i'm not a genius myself but i think that was pretty self-explanatory so what will you do the same as your parents or some of like your favorite traits that they displayed Definitely, like, the communication. Like, my mom is definitely, like, one of my best friends. So, if I have kids, I definitely have to have that relationship to where it's, like, we have the boundaries. Like, it's certain things that I'm not going to talk to my mom about because she's still my mom. Right. She's not my friend. Are you on PG Um, at a little bit, at least? Yeah, but um, (laughs) the the communication aspect of it, for sure. Um, One of her main things that she wanted to raise me with, like, the respect. Like, that's something that I really hold that to a high standard. Like, you know, respect. Um, and then the whooping thing, like, I don't know if I'm going to actually do it. Like, because like I said, our last episode, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, maybe. So if I do get there, um, or where, if, if it is a situation where I feel it's necessary, I'm definitely going to have, we're going to have this awkward conversation. Why did you do it? You have a blueprint for your yeah, discipline. Yeah. So because of your mom. Basically that. Yeah. So those two things, definitely communication and my blueprint for discipline. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, for me, I guess, I mean, obviously, like I said, I didn't have too much to complain about or things I didn't like from my childhood that I could think off the top of my head. So, I pretty much plan to raise my children almost exactly how I was raised. Mm-hmm. My parents were very, very involved in all of our everyday lives. I mean, dinner cooked seven days a week. There was, and, and this is, for me, going to other people's households and meeting friends when I was younger, like... It was weird to me that people's parents didn't cook every day or people's parents didn't do this and that with them. I was very confused because my parents were so involved. I mean, literally every single day kids come home, our parents are sitting down with us at the table doing our homework. Every single weekend, we're going to the park. We're going somewhere. We're going to the fair. We're going to a concert. Always something. My dad wanted to make sure we weren't kids that were just stuck in the house. We're always outside, always doing something. I mean, we didn't have a ton of money, you know, we didn't travel, we didn't take family vacations or anything, but I pretty much, and of course, like I said, last episode, check it out, (laughs) Um, my parents didn't whoop us, Um, they just didn't feel the need to, because they felt like they could communicate with us, whatever issues were going on, Um, and like I said, we weren't bad kids, just because of the way we were raised, and it's not like... For me, our parents didn't have, like, like how you said your dad would have certain conversations with you, don't be a baby mom, or whatever it was. Our parents didn't really have those conversations with us. It was more of just a lead by example. Like, we never really sat down, and, like, my dad never sat me down and was like, you need to make sure a man does this, that, and the other for you as a man, like, you know, or anything like that. It was kind of more like watching him do it, watching him go to work every day and take care of his family, watching my parents make sure food is cooked for their family and the house is clean or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So literally just watching them. So I pretty much planned a parent pretty similar to that. So you didn't have no do as I say parents. You had do as I... What is it? Don't, don't do as I... Do as I do as say, I say not, not as I, I do. do. Well, yeah. then it's the opposite then. Yeah, you. they was doing it. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I completely lost my train of thought. Um, well, one thing that I really like that my dad did a lot is same thing like he always got us out the house or rather we were going like you said to the park we were, oh my goodness I have been to Belle Isle more <laughs> times than I imagined and I learned when I got older I think I'm pretty sure it's this fact like his dad or grandfather took him to Belle Isle a lot mm-hmm. so like that's something that he saw yeah because it it's like a joke like it's like an open joke like we like Belle Isle is a thing like we would mm-hmm. go I mean I remember just having the greatest time of my life Especially when they built the new playscape. I don't know if y'all would read it. But at first it was like this little playscape. And then they like redid it. Yeah. Um, the giant slide. Oh, I hated that slide. I had a bird. I flew off one of the, the humps. Uh-huh. Oh, I slapped down on it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I had a burn because I got off the rug and hit the like pure slide. It burned my leg. Oh, that those things would happen to me. I had a great time. If you've ever been over my dad's house with me, like as a kid, any of my cousins, my, my brother, whatever, like we went to Belle Isle. We like I said, we always went to a park. We always did something. Oh, we rode bikes. My dad is very um, active, okay. so like he always wanted us to ride bikes. We would go yeah. skating. He bought us skate shoes. <laughs> Uh, he's very big on like healthy eating, so like oh, so that's nah. where you get it from. Nah, I don't know yeah, like he'll he'll be eating like you know steak and potatoes, but then he'll like slice up a tomato. 
And then he gives you the speech about how tomato is a superfruit and okay, it does this and it's blah, 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 blah. But he's in his 50s and he doesn't take any pills, no medicine. He doesn't go to the doctor. I mean, he goes to the doctor. And he's not on, no, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate that from him and I am planning to implement that. I want to be very active as a parent. Like, definitely. I don't want to be a passive parent. We're not going to the park. We're not, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Um. Oh, my goodness. We play with Frisbees. We build, All that. We build snowmen. Like igloos. Oh my god. Oh, we ain't never built it. I don't know if you know how to build it. My dad's a well, my dad's a carpenter. Okay, well yeah. No, let me forget. Yeah. Him and him and one of his best friends, Guillermo's dad, built us an igloo with their lunch boxes. Packed the snow really hard. Oh, it was like, and then like back yeah. when Michigan used to actually have winters when it used to like snow inches right. and inches for months. Global warming yeah, like, right. started to really get Yeah, in. they literally built us an igloo. Like all that. Very like he said, very active parents. And then my mom, same. We have, like, a super open, communicative relationship. And I appreciated the fact that when I was younger, she took my feelings seriously, oh like, about, like, relationship <laughs> stuff and, or, like, when I had friendship problems. Like, she actually, like, we would talk, like, mm-hmm. I'm not like friends, but, like, I'm it would be that type friendship. of a simple conversation, not like, oh, girl, like, you won't care about this in 10 years. Like, we know I won't care about right. this in 10 years. But, but you actually, didn't know that at that time. Right. It was yeah. serious to me. And she took it serious. So, I want to do that to an extent. <laughs> I don't have as much <laughs> patience. <laughs> I don't have as much, as much patience as she has. So, that was also something that's appreciated. But, yeah. So, okay. What's one thing that you wish you could have said to your parents that maybe you didn't feel comfortable? And if you don't feel comfortable now, of course, you don't have to. But, like, even something simple like what's something you wish you could have said but in that moment you're just like it's just not gonna it's not gonna pass over that's a hard one yeah i'm gonna say i gotta think on that i don't know yeah you go first on that one that's a hard one i don't know um (laughs) i just (laughs) um let me see let me see let me see okay so i guess in relation to hearing all of like the speeches i wish i would have had like i mean i just didn't want to be disrespectful but i wish i could have said like I get it. Like, I'm not... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do that. You don't have to keep saying the same thing over and over again. I would just, like, take it. Which is fine. Like, it's a conversation. But I do wish I could have, like, communicated that earlier. Because I remember I said it when I was, like, older. Maybe, like, 16 or 17. And he's like, oh, so you get it? Like, yeah! Like, (laughs) I could have said this years ago. It kind of ended this whole rigmarole. (laughs) Um, What? That just means... Okay, I know it's... It's the way we know what it means. Oh, well, y'all talk about like I said something outrageous. Oh, you man. did. Who uses that in their regular vernacular? That threw me <laughs> way <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, so it's something you and your dad say regularly, but oh, yeah, no, I've never heard that in a sentence. I would say, I so maybe it's not y'all because I hear that word often with common conversation. Well, anywho, <laughs> um, what was the question? What would you tell your parents? Oh, something oh, you, um, that you didn't feel comfortable saying. I can't necessarily say it. Sometimes I don't feel comfortable saying. You just never did. Yeah, I guess I would have just... I mean, obviously, like I said, our parents are very open with us about our feelings and our emotions and our thoughts. But there were certain things that they just didn't talk about. Mm. Like, Chelsea gave me my sex talk. My birds and the bees. I'd already lost my virginity. But <laughs> it's just certain things that they weren't comfortable doing because they're right. just not and those their parents people. probably didn't do it. Oh, goodness, no. But we're never started on it. Started on their parents. <laughs> Grandparents. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
But, so it was kind of like some things, same thing like he said, like, the relationships, and there is no such thing as having a conversation about relationships. I wasn't allowed to date until I was 16. There was no, so when I was going, you know, going through my emotions and my feelings, my first little boyfriends or whatever, I didn't have that parental guidance. You know, wait, Tom, my mom always say, like, well... Okay, we can talk about your friend boy. <laughs> like, sure, we can talk about this friend that happens to be a boy, but... <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, of course, you guys don't know, but I always say Chelsea's like my parent because for a lot of those important conversations that my parents didn't have with me or couldn't have with me or conversations she openly had with her mom, and she shared those insights with me. My mom was very open. I got in trouble in... First grade, either kindergarten or first grade, because I was having like a sex talk with one of the students. He asked me something, okay? <laughs> I mean, we were just like casually, I mean, first grade, casually first grade. <laughs> Wait, was it first grade? It might have been third grade. I'm kind of all over the place. It might have been third grade, actually. We had a conversation and um, he kind of asked, like, I don't even remember how we got to the point, but long story short, he went home and like brought it up to his mom. <laughs> And then, like, his mom said something to my teacher, and my teacher actually, like, pulled me in the hallway, and she's like, you know, like, some parents have conversations with kids earlier than other parents do. So, like, my thing is, why are you talking to this boy about sex? <laughs> He's eight in kindergarten. <laughs> you need to pick it up. Because my, cause my mom's thing was always, like, it's not an age. It's whenever they start asking questions. So, if he come into school asking questions, you can probably guarantee he, he asks her questions, and she's probably like, you don't worry about it. Yeah, he had older siblings. So they probably listen oh, yeah, to music, probably... watching movies, watching TV, he having might sex. Have seen it, right? I right. probably seen it. Um, and he just asked the right person on the right day. Like, oh, you want to know about sex? Yeah. I remember getting my hair braided once. I was like 10. I asked my mom, I said, and I don't even remember. This just literally popped in my head. I said, how, how do lesbians have sex? And she was like, <laughs> um... <laughs> And she told me how lesbians had sex. Boom. And I was a kid. I asked, did I go have lesbian sex after that? No. But, like, I wanted to know. I was curious. I didn't know why I knew what a lesbian was. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Both of my parents are very cut and dry. Like they, yeah, don't, they don't sugarcoat. It ain't no pee-pee, wee-wee. No, like. See, my dad's like that. My mom is very, um. This ain't no nursery rhyme. I don't even know how to. How to describe it. My mom is very, like, um... Cuddly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, she, like, wants to cuddle you and, like, wants to make things sound... Like I said, at 53 years old, she still apologizes. She could say, what the hell? And she'll be like, oh, my God, excuse... I'm so sorry, excuse my language. Like, girl. So it's kind of like that with everything. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not cut and dry. My dad's more right down to it. But she's more, like... She's want to hurt your feelings. She's want to make you feel weird. Like she's like a people pleaser. Mm. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a great trait all the time either. Mm-hmm. It sucks. What about you, Brian? Um, only thing I wish I could have said to my parents, my mom specifically, is um, she told me after like I came out that she knew like a long time before I came out, and it was just like okay, if you knew came out of what, Brian? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just no, okay. So um, it was just like, you know, I wish that she would have just told me, like, it's that okay. That she knew? Yeah, or that she Oh, because you would have told her a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, no, because it was just like, it naturally, if you, yeah, if you 
ever have to come out. It's like, it's hard. I don't care if you just know they're going to say. I knew she was going to accept it. She told me the first day she met me that she knew I was gay, but it was just like, it he was wasn't so out yet, hard. and He wasn't even, he yeah. was trying to figure it out. <laughs> it was so hard for me to tell hers, but it's like my mom has like, I have uh, gay uncles on both sides. My goddad is gay. And my mom is close with like all these people, so it's just like, you know, she's like, well, you saw that I was very accepting, but I'm just like, okay, that's for them, not for me. <laughs> like, and it's like, that's crazy, but it's, it's just like, you know, thought. yeah, it was like, so for me, it was like, that was something that was just like, if she would have just been like, hey, okay, I already know this, this fine. Because she called it out when I was in ninth grade, I didn't forget, I, have, I was going to Lincoln, and after school, I had asked could I stay for a basketball game. And so, like I said, me and my mom talk a lot. So she picked me up from the game. And so she's like, so how was your day? So I'm like, oh, it was cool. I was with Chelsea. I was with Maitland. I was with Martisha. I was with Diamond. I was Kanisha, Tanisha. So she's just like, okay, you've been listing all of these girls. Where is your guy friends at? Like, where are the guys? Like, do you not hang out with guys because you like them? And it was just Ooh. like... <laughs> heart just jumped out my chest and I don't remember how I avoided answering that question but I didn't answer it in that moment but it was just like it was super scary because it was just like even how it was presented it wasn't bad but it was still like scary so it was just like it would have been like oh well if you like them it's cool or something like that maybe I would have been like okay yeah right but outside of that I don't think I have nothing else for the most part like even even sometimes I've been too open with Comfy, my mom yeah. yeah and it's been like okay hold on now Backtracking, mm-hmm. I ain't one of your little friends. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Yeah, I feel like um, because of who my parents are, I never really had to hide too much. So I don't have much that I wish I could have seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Anywho, <laughs> I'm like, my brain is not doing what it used to do when I was young <laughs> and fresh. Um. <laughs> Because I was getting, brain. Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. What did you just say? It was something piggybacking off of what you said. Oh, well, nothing. Your little friends. No, <laughs> and actually, no. probably not because you just talked about coming out, and yeah, that yeah. has <laughs> nothing to do with what I was going to say. So, do you guys have any like final wrap up thoughts about just the difference between you and your parents? Right? Mm-hmm. What parts of your parents kind of shaped what kind of parent you will be? Type of thing. I mean, kind of asked and answered, but like I, I had a pretty stable childhood for the most part. My parents separated when I was 12, so after that things were different, but I was like going into middle school. But as far as being like a kid, like I have the happiest memories mm-hmm. of my childhood. Like it was great. Same. It was great. And I like I said, I appreciate the parents that I had. They were great parents, so. Mm-hmm. I agree. Same. Just had a good time. Went on trips vacations and um yeah no no real complaints no shout out to you shout out to y'all um same thing i mean i it's a little little things that i would change but even like like and before in the question that you asked it's like okay it was a bad thing but then it's also a good thing so it's just like um ultimately i hope to be a good parent like i'll be my like i would not absolutely no if you could give me like the best mom i'm still taking my mama i don't care um my dad yeah but my mom absolutely hands down yeah. so for that yeah i just hope to be like a good parent okay yeah i would pick both of my parents over and over and over and over yeah. i mean unless you get to like yeah. billionaires okay like, yeah, I'm gonna say- now it's getting a little different <laughs> but no if you sprinkle some money to my parents a little extra it's, it's cool that works so that's yeah. the crazy part, too, when you think about it. I mean, not that we were all, like, dirt poor, but none of our parents had money. But we yeah. still had 
so much fun. Mm-hmm. No. This is a lot of people's excuses. Like, literally, taking your kid to the park is free. Like, just the small things. Like, we did not have... Well, I'm going to speak for myself, anyways. We didn't have a lot of money, but we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. No, and I think... But part of that kind of boils down to the parenting. Because it's just like, you have parents that say, okay, okay, I know I don't have a lot of money. But I'll take you to you the gotta park. You got to do something. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, because if I take you to the park, you're going to have fun. It's free. I don't got to mm-hmm. worry about it. And then we can go home and I cook dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but if you didn't experience that from your parents as a parent you're not going to know like, mm-hmm. hey let's go to the park well it's kind of backward well my dad didn't exactly experience that so i feel like it's kind of the opposite effect because he, he wanted to be that parent because oh. well yeah he didn't have see, it. Yeah, it just depends i'm about to say yeah. i was about to say because you have a lot of people that's like mm-hmm. okay this is how my parents was mm-hmm. i absolutely am not going to be like that right and then you have like us who pretty much it sounds like we all say like hey this I is what my parents was like i want to mm-hmm. be like them and so, i like how intentional both of my parents were like nothing was just kind of like fly by the night like if my mom took us to the arcade it's because she had the intention on entertaining us Dude. like that's mm-hmm. not important to every parent like them kids, they can entertain themselves like no my mom tablets. set up movies or bought puzzles she would color with me like doing mm-hmm. stuff purposefully to create a bond and get me entertained yeah. like kids need to be entertained yeah, no, I, say, I think that's, engaged yeah that's just that's the thing like about our new age parents like what us basically when we have kids that we have to make sure we maintain because technology is such a big yeah. thing like it wasn't as prevalent Devil. as it was for when we were kids yeah. but now it's like you know you got two and three year olds who can get on an ipad can't even can't read even spell and can't, pulling up but a video. they can pull up a video but and know it's the video, video they want to watch that's just like i mean i have a friend's child he's five oh. same thing he can't read write spell nothing um his favorite song is um the woo um, oh, oh, Pop Smoke? Yes. Oh, I've Pop never... Smoke? Oh, she's like, woo. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know who's that? Pop Smoke. I've never oh, heard a Pop Smoke song. Oh, yes, you have. You just don't know it. Yeah. You played No, once I heard his voice, I've never heard a song about him before. Really? He has a very distinct voice. Very distinct. I would know. Super, yeah. I'm really surprised. I don't know if he was a child. I mean, not a Anyways, child. Anyways, okay. so, <laughs> Anna's 50 Cent's featured in that song. So... He told me, like, oh, play, can, I want you to play my favorite song. This is me and my grandpa's favorite song. And I'm like, okay. So I get on YouTube, and he tells me, like, you ought to type in 5 0. It's 50, 50 oh, cents. He doesn't know anything else. He doesn't know who sings it. He doesn't know how to spell the woo. He just knows when he five sees zero. it, he sees that 5 0 that on the so screen. That's so funny. This that, kid, that's how you know kids are literally yeah. so smart. Like, if you literally sat down and teach your kids stuff, oh my goodness, this is another thing. I had the, a foam clock. It had foam. Oh, that. oh yes. It had phone numbers. I used to be so annoyed. My mom would make me sit on the couch and she would like poke the numbers out and make me in like whatever. And, but in her room, she had a digital clock. And I'm just like, why can't I just tell you that it is 1700 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to know how to read this clock? But I, I'm glad she did because yeah, no, that's a that's a real fundamental thing. It is because yeah. I don't teaching think kids... your kids at home. It's yeah. not up to the school. That's a that's a really crazy thing. I think that's one thing I appreciate the most out of my parents is how engaged they were in our education. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, going into kindergarten, I was like literally I read Harry Potter in first grade. Like, we could read. Yep. I was multiplying three-digit numbers yep. before I was in fourth grade doing single-digit di- multiplication because my parents cared. Dude, they I were there. The time test. 60 oh, seconds. I, that was 40 seconds. I've never came in second in my life. Zero through 12. I've never come in second. 
Everybody be all stressed out. And, I, and I'll be I'm like, slap my paper over. 26 seconds. <laughs> Not to play a space with this. <laughs> Absolutely. No, uh, yeah, I, yeah, same. Like, my parents, um, or my mom specifically, I live with her full time. She definitely, she helped me my homework pretty much every night. Yep. Signed my, uh, what was that thing you had to read books? Book report? Book report. No, that uh, planner. Yeah, we had the oh, planner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. The planner. She helped me my homework up until my math surpassed her. Oh, right, right, right. And then she'd be like, girl, you on your own without yeah. her. Like, Because I feel the same way. I looked at my little cousin's math. And I'm like, what the? Like, what? We're not going to talk about right. that. But, <laughs> after, yeah. like, after elementary school, right? Like, up until like, up middle until, school. Like, yeah, until I had that independence. But all of that, like, those good yeah. habits came from her helping me Absolutely. in elementary school. So, and then, um, yeah. And my parents were a good balance, too. Like, mom was really, really good with numbers. Mm. So, she was the one teaching me math. She was, she, like, she could do anything in her head, multiplication, division, like, three, four, five-digit numbers in her head immediately. Mm-hmm. It's insane. But my dad was, he's a carpenter, so he was the artistic one. So, he was the one who helped me do all my projects. projects. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was a really good balance. Cool beans. Um, yeah, so, like I said, we all have good parents. Absolutely. And hopefully we can... All hope. You know what? I just thought about something else. This doesn't apply to me, but I do wish that people would. uh, And I know it's like a tricky thing, but I wish that adults would hold other adults accountable more so for their parenting techniques. Oh, because like I know people who somebody should have checked them. Yes, once or twice. And I get it. Like we all grow. You you let people do what they're gonna do in their household. Your kids, but that's different. Like that's definitely one thing. Like. I'm not about to let any of my friends or cousins' kids get abused or even I'm like I'm not gonna chastise you so to speak in front of your kids, but maybe just bring you to the side like yeah, hello. We can talk about it. Yeah, I, you know that was wrong. You I have to go that far. And I definitely think like um, our generation is gonna be more progressive. Like our, I don't feel that my parents are that progressive. Um, slowly, <laughs> but surely, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, like, we, I feel like we making them that way. Though. We ju- like yeah. our progressiveness goes from like boom, like yeah, it's, yeah, like oh, seriously, yeah, like as soon as I was not like in my parents' house, like when I was in college, like so many things were just like, oh, oh my god, what? No, that's okay. Crazy. That's accepting. Who gives a shit? Like I just became that like. It just everything just like rolling off my yeah. shoulder. You know, so I got desensitized, so to speak, to a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that was like, I guess, taught to be wrong or negative in a, in a sense yeah mm-hmm. so i definitely feel like we're more progressive um some people's parents like like i said they slow for for their age and for their time that they grew up in i think that they are eh, mildly mildly <laughs> progressive but uh we could always be a little bit better but there's just some things that's just so deeply ingrained they just this stuff is just not yeah, right. and that's okay that's all we're talking about what we're gonna do differently mm-hmm. um, no i definitely get that my parents are Probably a little more progressive because of the way they grew up. Like, the way my mom grew up, like, there's no such thing as anything wrong. Everybody is who mm. they are. There are no, like, the way she grew up, literally, it's just, like, she's never been that that person. And my dad is kind of, like, he's a little more in that older generation, a little kinda more slowly, traditional. Yeah. But for him, this man is just so full of love, is what it is. Like, things that... He doesn't necessarily agree, agree with. with. Like, my, when my brother came out, he didn't really come out to my dad. He came out to my mom, to my mom to tell my dad mm-hmm. because he was so... So, like, a week after my brother told like told my mom to tell him, like, are you going to tell dad? Like, I'm, like, you know, I'm walking on needles here. Like, I'm waiting. <laughs> She's like, I called him right after we got off the phone. He never brought it brought up it to up. my brother. 
never, not one time. He felt some type of way about it. It's his only son. Mm-hmm. Not his thing. He just doesn't think naturally. Yeah. That's the way things are supposed to be. And that's why he didn't say anything. Because at the end of the day, it's his son. And it took him time to get comfortable enough. But to this day, I mean, that was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he still never had like that conversation. conversation. But he's so cool and okay. Now he'll make jokes. Like if he knows somebody that my brother thinks is cute on TV, they better go get your bro. Like... <laughs> boys on tv like now (laughs) that is hilarious but it was different with me when he talked to me about it it was all nice and cool with his only son but me (laughs) i didn't come out to him he told me we're literally sitting on the couch watching tv and he's like not even talking watching tv did you tell your mom about your girl i'm like huh (laughs) did you tell your mom yet i'm like tell my mom what he literally did a, he's like, you live with me. Like, your girlfriend's here every day. Like, I'm not dumb. I'm like, see, you didn't do this with John. Like, you're just telling me. Like, so over time, he'd become much more comfortable just because he loves his kids. It was a little different. But my mom, she's just like I said, everything's good. Everything's great for him. Even it makes him a little uncomfortable. He's just so full of love for his friends and his family that he just gets over it. His way of going about it. All right, Mr. Ramirez. So, Brian, what do you what do you have for today? Um, so for today, um, we're gonna talk about Adrian Houghton, um, also known as Adrian from Ballon, the real? from yes, the real three uh, LW as well. Um, she was just, uh, you know, they do their TV show. Um, it was October sixteenth. She spoke on. Black Lives Matter, and I'm bringing that up because she spoke on it in a way um, to address Christians um, because she said she felt like a lot of Christians are saying they're voting for Trump and are trying to push churches to vote for Trump because Trump is, um, they are pro-life. And so she's just like, how do you feel like you can be pro-life and care so much about a fetus, but we have all of these actual human beings alive, black people who are being killed and you're not trying to speak out to help them, to support them, or you're basically going for somebody who's not trying to protect their lives. So for me, I just felt like that was really like, you know, um, for her to have such a platform, mm-hmm. that was a big deal for her to Powerful. do something like that. Um, then kind of continuing on with that, we had Amber Riley, who played Mercedes on Glee. Um yeah, I, I wasn't a big, but you know, Glee was a big, a yeah, big show. Oh yeah. Um, so Amber Riley, she just encountered a Trump supporter as well. Um, she was going shopping. <gasps> she got like and, beat up or something, right? Well, no, she didn't get beat up. She, um, <laughs> yeah. he spit on her car. Oh? Like, so he oh, stopped. Car. Yeah, he okay. stopped her <laughs> car. Okay. Like so, she was like going to the parking spot. He stopped. He had on a Trump hat, like a you know, making. Is she black? Break. Yeah, she's a black woman. Okay. And so, he, like, does she have a bumper sticker or something? This is just she was just that she's black. Yeah, it was okay, just a black ahead. yeah a black woman. So. It's just like he took his hat off and like he stepped in front of her car, basically like showing her. So she said he did it as like a badge, like, you know, make America great again. And so she's just like, okay, can you get out the way so I can go? And so he proceeds to spit on her car. So once he spits on her car, she like, you know, um, I've got money and I'm famous, but she like, and I'm not a violent person, but I will beat your ass. Right. Like, Ooh. you know, like. She told him that? Well, yeah. So she's just like, and she's, she recorded a video like after the fact because she was just like so deterred. But she's like, you know, 
I don't know like what it means to be a Trump supporter, but she's just like, if this is what it means, you guys need to do better because this is ridiculous. Like I'm not doing anything to you. I'm going shopping like, and you're leaving the shopping. There's no reason for you to have stopped me at all, let alone spit out my car. And she's like, that's assault. And I don't play that. Like you want to assault me? I can assault you back. She was like, I have people I could call. I could have had them up here and beat your ass right now. Excuse my language. Um, to be like, you know, to get him together. So it was just like, wow, like, you know. So then we move on to Francia Riser, um, who plays Anna Torres on Grownish. So I don't oh, know. I yeah, okay. So but she also <laughs> was in like Bring It On, uh, All or Nothing. I mean, somebody she, got beat up. Did she yeah, get beat up? So she was, <laughs> I, like, I see somebody got beat up. I just don't know who it was. She was bruised and like. No, okay. So swollen. she didn't get beat up either, but she got. <laughs> caught in a Trump rally. Okay, she got yes. like mobbed. Like, yeah, she okay. was like stuck in the rally. They wouldn't let her out. She said she's, and she made like a video. As she well. was supporting or protesting? No, she was just, she got caught. Like she's driving. She drove into it and they oh. wouldn't let her out. And she's a Mexican woman. And so she's like, go back to your country. Yeah, so they're doing all of that. And so she's like, she's literally just trying to get out and they wouldn't let her out. So she was really, really distraught. And she was just like devastated. She was crying really hard. as She made the video because she's just like, you know, I didn't do anything to you people. I don't even want to be in this. You, you live know. in America. Yeah, she, and that's what she said. She like, you know, this is America. And it's like, you know, we aren't supposed to be like this. So yeah. it was just like, okay. All of this like drama with that. And so it was just like, you know, all of that's kind of like been going on. Um, as, as you see, I've had multiple stories about it. But it's just like, it's kind of crazy because as we're getting closer to election, it seems like it's rising more or like it's happening more. Um, I think that's one of the people's like main problems with, Trump as a leader of the country is that like him being a leader let gave people like this outlet to be openly negative openly racist um because yeah. I don't think it's good on either side like rather right. I support Trump or if I support Biden mm-hmm. it's not my position to attack you for especially something you can control and, and for all he knew just because she was a black woman it's black people that support Trump she yeah, could have been a Trump Literally. supporter um, when he spit on our window like because she was black that's the difference though it's yeah, not like she had a a bump. Like I said, did she have a bumper sticker in her car that said, right, you know, saying. Biden 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he could have been assaulting. she was a black yeah. woman. He could have been yeah. assaulting a fellow Trump or Trumped. Uh, because that's Trump something else. Uh, 50 Cent just came out and said I, okay. <laughs> like he He's said, just so ignorant. What, what did 50 Cent say? He said... Only person more ignorant than 50 Cent. You know what? Okay. <laughs> no. So he said that he, uh, he, he telling people to vote for Trump. No, let me say. I'm okay. going to say this. I don't care how this sound. I don't care who don't agree with it. If I was a billionaire, I would vote for Trump. No, and so that was billionaires don't think about race. They they're billionaires. Who cares? Like it's race is money. not important. Yeah. Oprah might pretend that she cares about race. <laughs> you know, Harpo Studios. Uh, you told Harpo to beat me. Whatever. She don't give a damn. Once you reach a certain threshold, in my opinion, first of all, I feel like to get to that point, you've had to just dog out so many people to become yeah, a billionaire. Say, yeah, the billionaire yeah. percentage of America, like the amount of wealth that they hold in the world. You can't tell. You don't get that way without having to do some type of yeah, something crazy. So yeah. when I'm a billionaire, black don't mean nothing. Yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> I need to know who thing. gonna make me pay the least amount of money. And that was his thing. So that's why he. I uh, don't think it's he it, came well. Up. He pretty well, no, rich he got money. Yeah. yeah. Just a disclaimer. I, <laughs> I wholeheartedly disagree with everything that's being said right now. That's fine. I'm just saying this conversation is great, but I'm on the other side here. But, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. So Fifty Cent just he posted recently, um, because Joe. Biden uh, as a part of like him getting into office if he does get there um, is that he's going to do a tax reform and so he's going to hold anybody who makes over 400,000 more accountable tax wise and so they did a 
a projection of like what that means. And so I if, saw that yeah, it was like sixty two percent. If you stay in New York City, it's gonna. I be think 60%. that's crazy, regardless. So yeah, so Fifty Cent, like, no, you need to vote for Donald Trump. Like, we don't need this. He like, I'm leaving. see, but this is the thing too. I would hope that like I would have enough like personal consciousness to be like, okay. I personally am worth billions of dollars, right? I'm going to make this decision because... Now, I'm not saying me. I'm just saying, like, for yeah. billionaires. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely don't care about the state of the world, right? Yeah. I'm going to vote for money. him solely for selfish purposes. Yeah, for my money. But I'm going to hopefully respect my platform enough to know that if I say vote for Trump, there's easily a thousand people that are going to vote just because 50 Cent said vote for Trump. Like, to me, that was a reckless and irresponsible use of his platform. Yeah. But also, at the, on the other end of it, I can't say vote, 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 encourage people to vote, blah, 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 and then be mad when you say who you're voting for. Yeah, no, right. So, I mean, if he genuinely wants to vote for Trump and he wants to uh, advocate for Trump, I don't want that in my... Yeah. Listen, I don't care how rich you are. If you vote for Trump, you're black. I don't care if you're a billionaire or if you live under the freeway, you're a damn coon. Trump is yeah, racist. I agree. If you vote for Trump, you're racist or you condone racism, no matter which way you put it. No, I completely yeah. agree. I'm not but I guess when you're a billionaire, it's they okay. Don't think yeah, about that it's stuff. okay to be a cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, that's I'm what, a no, I'm yeah. Like, I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just thinking yeah. for the billionaire aspect. Like, if I'm a billionaire and you telling me I'm about to have to give away sixty two percent of my my net my worth yeah, my for the money, year, yeah, just because, yeah. As I mean, a billionaire, like I'm yeah, not a billionaire, say, yeah, whatever. Not, so I, I mean, I don't. I don't I agree vote, with that. I don't but. vote based off of the tax reform because it doesn't. I'm under the. That's why that's why I said like they had to do a certain amount of things to become billionaires. To me, that they're probably selfish because if not, they wouldn't be billionaires. That is, yeah. Or they're super smart. Yeah, I'm it's one of the yeah, other. Yeah, they, mm, they had to cut corners or something. Like you screw somebody over to get to Jeff Bezos, for instance. I, I can't be mad at Jeff Bezos because I have an Amazon package every day. However. <laughs> I definitely feel like his employees should be making more than fifteen dollars an hour or seventeen dollars an hour. Yeah, you know, when and you're he worth makes, like two trillion dollars or something. I was about stupid. to say he makes like like thirty thousand dollars a second or something crazy. Yeah, like I'm, he, I'm, he went from like what was it like two billion to like two hundred billion over quarantine or something. Insane. I think he went like, yeah. a trillion. Yeah, I'm say, yeah, I think he's worth. Trillion. Okay, so then it went from like twenty billion to a trillion. It was something yeah, so was drastic over yeah. quarantine. But that's the thing. Okay, there's Jeff Bezos, whatever. But I mean, like a uh, Bill Gates or something. Some people just invent shit. Yeah, and some oh, people yeah. Windows, get paid that way. Man, well, yeah, I mean, Windows. just in general. Mm. Facebook, I mean. Oh, well, he did kind of screw somebody, though. It's, it's going to be a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't know okay, them all. Yeah, no. I genuinely, I don't care who it was. Nobody can become a billionaire else. without doing some whole, a lot of selfish Yeah, bullshit. something had to go on. Um, that's just a lot of money. It's, that's true. Um, okay, but then I, the, the caveat to that, though, is we all know 50 Cent is like a huge troll. So no, he like, is. That's yeah, why. So, that's why I said it was an irresponsible yeah, no, use of his platform because he might not even genuinely support Trump. He might yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there was that. Um, Chadwick Boseman, his last movie that he rest made. Rest in peace. Um, yes, rest in peace. Uh, it's coming to Netflix December eighteenth. It's called My Rainey's Down Home Blues. Um, it's about a blues singer named My Rainey. Um, he it's My Rainey will be played by Viol- Viola Davis. Um, he will be oh, her love that. interest, whose name is Levy. It's originally a play that was written by August Wilson. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I saw the trailer. August Wilson, did he write? Um... Don't say no. I feel like let me see. Now but, I want to know. But yeah, so um, you know, it's, like I said, it's coming to Netflix. So if you don't have Netflix, you know, go get someone. Fences, Netflix. yeah. Um, With oh, yeah, Washington. Did, yeah, I'm like that name's all familiar. Yeah. Okay. Um, so 
But with that, you know, just support, you know, we all, or most of us really did like Chadwick Boseman. Um, I'm a big Viola Davis fan. The trailer itself looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be on Netflix, like, you said? Yep, yeah, Netflix. When? Uh, December 18th. Okay. So, yeah, we have that. Um, then the last thing I'm going to kind of touch on is Nicki Minaj. Um, she did confirm that she had her baby. Um, she had a boy. Um, with her confirming that, she kind of shared some clips of, like, thank, not thank you, congratulations from Beyonce. Oh, from celebrities Yeah, Kim Kardashian, all of these people. Um, Kanye West also, you know, because he's over Yeezy, sent her a bunch of little baby Yeezys for her son. <laughs> yeah. um, a bunch of cardboard bags. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> a bunch of homeless clothes. <laughs> What? No, it was the stuff was really cute. Um, and she, well, she really she posted the shoes. So I he, guess it would be cute, like yeah, little tiny. Yeah, he sent her little like baby uh Yeezy those, slides. Those all and, white three like, fifties are the only nice Yeezys um, in the whole collection. Just yeah, just a bunch of little stuff, and then she posted like some stuff. Dosa and Gabbana sent her. Um, I'm sure she got a ton of gifts. Yeah, yeah, just, like, yeah, flowers. And... Um, and then she also was kind of like trending after she like announced her baby because there was a tweet that went out of 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 the baby it was a very cute little baby boy yeah, he was um, very cute. and whoever made the tweet put the name jeremiah mirage petty um which mirage is a Nick, Nicki minaj's original last name and petty is her husband's last name and she confirmed that that was not her baby that's not her baby's name and <laughs> i like, remember seeing the, the tweet i was like oh my goodness her baby is so beautiful and that she, baby was so freaking cute and she said whoever like you know the person who posted that like you need to delete this baby like yeah, that's, that's not her baby you're having somebody um, else's baby and people yeah you like just like yeah. millions of retweets <laughs> yes. and your baby just everywhere and it's not like and the baby looked even like know it, it could be baby. Nicki minaj's baby no yeah, it really it was so did. Believable. It was just like, yes, it's like this little cute thing. But I also think that's why she said something about it because it was just like, this is not my baby. Absolutely not. Like, get rid of this baby. Not get rid of this baby. I get what you're saying. Get yeah. rid, so get now you got tweet. this innocent civilian's baby circulating around the world. Yeah, and that's something, yeah. Because it's just like, well, you know, we talked about that. Like, you know, having your baby out there because there are so many babies that, you know, you see it's like, oh, that's a cute baby. You you snap, you screenshot it. But it's just like, this baby in particular really did, like, he went viral because you <laughs> said this was so Nicki Minaj's sick. son. And it's like, whoever this baby actually belongs to, nobody knows who this woman is. <laughs> like, that is so sick. Because, yeah, this was Nicki Minaj's son. And at least you know, she could have capitalized on it if they, if they tagged <laughs> yeah, her. Like, yeah, she could have got some followers, baby. got some ads, got Nothing. some promotions, got a little whatever. So, but yeah. nope. Um, that's that. Oh, and then, the, seriously, the last thing. Uh, I kind of talked about it, like, Cardi B and Offset was like together. I know, like David is a trending topic <laughs> um, for you. Well, no, but I <laughs> no, know the world. I keep yeah, really but, talking so, about that. I'm not on so, social media to see the it. last episode. I talked about like how you know basically we thought they were together. Well, Cardi B confirmed it like this past week. Uh, she also had a a nude leak that she did on oh, her, her boobs. Own. Yeah, her just boobs. really big areolas. Yeah, really big areolas. Okay, see, I didn't see the picture. I didn't see people talk about it, and I'm just like. Yeah, no, it's literally. She's got big nipples. Like, that's the thing. Like, like, people have picture, big nipples. Like, she's like laying like this, and it's just like her. It's like her nipples, whole like, boob. Like, <laughs> I've seen big areolas, but <laughs> no, those are the biggest yeah, I've no, ever seen. No, I've say. seen some, some boob were. covers as well um, before. But basically, she just confirmed that they back together, and she just said, you know, she missed her best friend, and she also missed the penis. Well, because she said he didn't cheat, right? She said yeah, they yeah, grew she, apart. Yeah, she said they were growing apart. So what you say? They've been together for three years. <laughs> you so, grew apart that quick. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I guess 
To, well, I guess they, they all, they're both famous. They're both on the road yeah, and doing yeah. this and that. And then to me, if you didn't cheat, because she said that he didn't, like, so that would be, like, something that's really, like, a rule or deal breaker. If it's just like, okay, we disconnected, and now you bought me a car, and now I'm spending time with you. We having fun again. I missed you. Because I, I feel like that's what a lot of relationships miss. Like, when people say, like, they grew apart, it just means they stopped flirting with each other. Yeah. Or stopped dating. Stop dating. Yeah. Stop yeah. having that, like, funny whatever they feel like they that's talked hard. about. That's rough. Oh yeah. Oh, That'll make you want to end the relationship. Like, it's, it's not the same. Not yeah. with roommates. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. BFFs. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, you but know. not even. Because no, yeah, those are the things. Yeah, 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 we're just roommates. We took that BFF out of it. We just pay bills together. We sleep in the bed together. But I thought of that. Yeah. That's sad. Definitely. Yeah. I just can't. I just actually saw a girl, a lady on TikTok. She said she's been married for, I'm going to say 20 years. And she said, like, her biggest flex is that she still likes her husband. Like, they still talk about. That is a really big flex. Yeah, she said no, they still, seriously. they talk about stuff every day. Like, they don't run out of stuff to talk about. No, that, that's, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> no, yeah, 20 years. Cause, I, mean, I, mean, how, I mean, I guess I can see how you can, right? But then it's like. There's just so much stuff going on in the world. How can you not have something to talk about? That's the thing is because people aren't always interested about what's going on in the world. Well, I'm not not even talking about like world world news. No, but I mean just day to day. Like some people, you gotta. You see the the damn garbage man left our trash tipped over in the back. (laughs) Now that's a whole like that's (laughs) a whole conversation. Like because there's three of them down. And then now you're talking like damn, no, we need to buy a new trash anyways. Or how do we do that? Like I don't know. No, no, but that's how it works. That's what I mean. Some people aren't those people. Participation too. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. If I'm if I'm the one who's giving all this, you're like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's, that's true. Like, what? I don't want to talk to you no we'll more. Get a new garbage can then. Like, <laughs> right. Or you want me to go pick it up? <laughs> yeah, let me say you have this. You have to have no, two that's true. people engaging. It takes two. That's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. I think the whole like big... That's well, yeah. Shout out to Cardi B Offset. No, I, seriously. I, I hope I they mean, stay together. I hope she just leave the rest yeah. of us out of it. Okay, no, okay. That's the thing. Like, in, side note, like, okay. So I can't I believe how invested people get in the social and that's and celebrity that's what business. So like, that's what I'm about to say. So people like, even care. though I do this, I am like torn on it because it's like, okay, sometimes it's interesting, but for the most part, for me, it's so such an invasion of privacy, like. Who yeah. cares if y'all broke up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not really well, people talking care. about <laughs> Cardi B's music or Offset's music, why do I care? Or, like, unless it was something, like, dramatic to where it's like, okay, he just drug her down the street, like, beating her or something like that. Like, you know, that's something that's like, okay, we should shed light on because that's something like a, we that's a big stop. character flaw. And, like, that can make me determine if I'm going to listen to your music or Yeah, right. no, seriously. <laughs> because if you're abusive, like, like, I'm not yeah, listening. Yeah, I'm not listening to I mean, I'm not that. listening to no offset anymore. No, I'm not either. But still, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, for me, it's just like, it journalism all in the entirety is shifted because it was really about like the specific area of what I'm talking about. Yeah. And now we're so invested and social media is a big cause of that, but we're so yeah. invested in people's everyday Every day, day to day. Yeah. Like I need to know your life. So like even with Nicki Minaj, okay, you had your baby. Congratulations. That's amazing. But we haven't seen your child. But there's so many people who like craving to see a baby. Mm-hmm. We don't have to see a. We don't ever have to see. She a couldn't baby. even enjoy the moment of like releasing the first picture of her baby because it's yeah, so, it's so, like, like, yeah. That's so weird. Hey, Offset said it best, right? I'd rather be rich than famous. No, literally. So, in yeah. the illustrious words of Mr. Offset, okay. what's his real name? You know, I have no what kind of journalist are you? No, no what's his uh, what's his daughter's name? Culture. Culture? Ki- no, Kiari. That's his name. Kiari. Oh, Culture's middle name is Offset's first name. Oh, wow. Culture Kiari. Williams? Okay. I don't know. I, don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. What I have no idea. Did I just know her middle name was his first name. Oh, okay. Just... She's so cute. She's adorable. Well, 
I think that's pretty much it. Thanks for watching again. <laughs> we'll you see please you. Please stop doing that. that, <laughs> that, 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 that. <laughs> okay, look, you got him. Do it again. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna freeze this. Ripping this now. He. Like, like, not just like, 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 like no, roll it up there for us. Gotta get that arm in there. Like. Well then, we're just going to end this. We'll see you on part three of the Millennial Parenting Series. And that episode is going to be about the use of technology in raising kids.